Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number three to Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up, though? Larry D. Flores hold it down for you here on your home of the Cowboys at Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Ranking the best NFL cores, where do your Cowboys fit in this conversation? We'll jump into that here in just a moment. But uh, you can find us on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reds at Atula. Before we go any further, history made in women's softball. The Oklahoma Sooners have completed... The trifecta, they win their third consecutive national championship, taking out Florida State 3-1 to in their best of three series in the Women's College World Series. Oklahoma, who scored their 500th run of the season during the course of this game, the only team to do that, I believe, three years in a row, uh, wins their third consecutive National Championship. Oklahoma Carter Freeman, your Women's College World Series National Champions. Now three years running. Officially a uh, a dynasty in Norman. Sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like uh, I watched the World Series, the College World Series, Women's College World Series this year, um, or really any of the um, playoffs up leading up to this. But I do remember watching last year. And that Oklahoma team was a monster. And I know this one does not compare necessarily to that one. But look, from what I saw tonight, looked really good. Um, so shout out to them. And again, it, it means something to do this back to back to back. Like this is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Oklahoma, all the Sooners out there. Um, on another national championship. Shout out to Chris Arnold, by the way, that uh, Oklahoma Center team. They were down uh, one nothing going into the top of the fifth. They hit back-to-back home runs to take a two, or they hit two home runs in that um, top of the fifth inning to go up 2-1. They did not look back from there. So, again, Oklahoma, three consecutive national championships as they win the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. So, doing it pretty much in their own backyard once again. Again, you can find us on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports at Reds Atatula on Twitter. Ranking the best NFL cores in the National Football League. Shout out to Bosch Power Tools for all of our uh, sponsorship coverage for the 2023 OTAs and mini camp for your um, home of the Rangers and Cowboys 105 through the fan. Uh, where do the Cowboys fit, though, in ranking the best NFL cores this year? This coming from ESPN, Seth Walder of ESPN putting this together for us here. Ranking NFL roster core stacking all 32 
team's top five players. So okay, that's what I was going to ask. We're, mm-hmm. I, I figured you'd get there, but yes. what did we define as a core? So we're just going top five players. The top five players for each of the 32 NFL teams. Do we have an agreement on like what the Cowboys' top five players are? Uh, would you like to go through and consense that before we move forward I here? Like the, is that a word, consense? I think so. I, no, I'm like, I wasn't trying to doubt you. I was just like, oh, I did not realize that. You were teaching me things. I'm, I'm going to go that. with it. Yeah. I sounded good to me. I liked it. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. Okay. Um, so, from the 940, they think that the Cowboys rank fifth. Easy easy answer on best player, Michael Parsons, right? Yes. I mean, and we don't have to do this in order, but I feel like it works that way. Yep, Michael Parsons. Second best player? I'll go with Zach Martin. Yeah, that's fair. Another of the top five? Uh, CD goes in there. So that's three. I mean, you got to put the quarterback in there. That's what I was going to say. I was like, how how much uh, consternation are we going to have on that debate? Is Dak one of your five best players? That's one of your five best players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we've got. Here come the text, buddy. So we've got. Here come. No, in three, two, one. So we've got Micah, Zach, Zach, CD, Dak. Who do you view as your fifth? Your fifth best player on the Dallas Cowboys. Like, do we does Trevon Diggs get thrown in here? Because that's a dude who you're you're talking about extending here shortly. Yeah. Does Tyron? Yeah. Does Tyler? Like, no. Mm-mm. You feel like Diggs is the one that Diggs is the one. Okay. Yeah, Diggs is the one. All right. I feel good about that. Let us know if you have any additions that you feel like we should consider. So we within. got Micah, Zach, CD, Dak, and Trayvon Diggs are top five Cowboys. That's right. And okay, wait, I should have asked. Did Seth do this experiment himself? Did he, he did. have? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, he put the five best players for each of these teams on there. So I should have just went with his. I got ahead of myself. No, I think we. I'll just shut up now. You oh got well, it. guess what? You got it. Oh, did we get the five? We got the five. Let's go. How about that? Oh, we're kind of smart. We got that. Maybe. By the way, the average core age of that group of five there, uh, 26.8 years old. Okay. That's not bad, actually. That's not bad. It's not It's not like, well, I mean, it's best five best players on a football team. It's going to have a little bit of age to it. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's not bad. All right, so let's go through this as the five best players and where they rank as far as the best cores in the league. Would you like to venture a guess at who is number one? In the National Football League that Seth Walter has. It feels like any list we do, the number one is going to be Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, that would be right because where are we going to start with? The best player, best quarterback, the best player at the best, uh, the most important position. I'm ready to go with the best player in football. I was going to do that, but like I, the positional value ends up making this like a weird conversation to have, but he's so good quarterback. So, yeah, I, I go with Patrick Mahomes, so the best good. player in football. That, that's where I am. Um, but, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, stud defensive tackle. God, I forgot Chris Jones. What for Kansas shame. City. What is wrong with me? Uh, Creed Humphrey and Joe Thune. Okay. Creed Humphrey, one of the best Creed, centers. Creed's in. been so good. He has been excellent. Like They dropped they dropped him on the team, and they were like, oh, okay, no, this yep. is a thing. Yep, yep, this yep. is good. He's good to go. This works well. Uh, and Joe Thune there. By the way, average core age for them, 28.6 years old as well. Okay. So, so good core there. Number two, would you like to take the guess at who is number two? Okay, let's see. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that have a tight nucleus mm-hmm. that I need to consider here. Stick in the AFC. In the AFC, that's right. Is it the Jets? 
No. Okay. I was like, we're getting younger in that way. Um, it's the Buffalo Bills then. They come in at number five. Really? With Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Von Miller, Tredavious White, and Matt Milano. Terrific. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they got some nice players there. Yeah. I, now the age is going to be a little bit. Twenty nine point uh, four is the core age. For so that who's number two? Number two in the AFC. Well, this is overall in the NFL, but they yeah, are no, in, but you said they're in the AFC. Uh huh. Don't overthink it. No, I'm asking for you to give it to me. Oh, you want I'm, to give it to me? I'm clearly missing something here. Joe Burrow. Oh, wow. With the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my bad. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Trey Hendrickson. I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't thinking enough. That was my <laughs> issue. You know, I'm just going to put these teams in front of me. That's my problem. I need to see them. That's right, 618 Cincinnati. Visual learner. Um, and Orlando Brown Jr., who they just added. Yes. Uh, from yes. the aforementioned Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, average core age twenty five point six. Yep, that's the thing. Is like they have, and some of that is just the wide receivers became, you know, all pro as soon as they dropped in the league. Now here's where Cowboys fans are gonna get a little upset at because the number three the, team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now that's the, the thing that we. That's the thing about the Eagles. Yep. Like their their uh, demarcation right now. That's not even the right use of that word. My bad. Uh, but, like, the thing that you can point to is, like, oh, man, look at all the talent. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing about that team. And this is why this exercise, I think, is kind of cool because it gives you a window when we start looking at the core ages of these players and the groups that are in here. This is who the Cowboys, if you look at who their best five are, who you're going to be taking on over the next several years. And with Philadelphia coming in at number three, guess what? For the next several years, there's going to be a lot of battles between the Eagles and the Cowboys for, you know, NFC East supremacy here and how these two teams are going to be formulating their rosters to beat the other year over year. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Lane Johnson, Hassan Reddick, Darius Slate. That's a damn good core five. You just, the one thing you got to lean on is like maybe, maybe one or two of those guys are going to age out here. I mean, Lane Johnson at some point yeah. got to slow down at some point. You'd imagine. It is football. You would think. But, man, between Hurts, A.J. Brown, and again, this really has flipped up with Jalen Hurts' progression at the position because we figured with all the pieces that were around him that he was going to be much better in terms of efficiency as a passer, his dynamic ability to run the football, but he took it to a whole nother level. And if it weren't for the turnover in the Super Bowl, we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles possibly as the reigning Super Bowl champion, not the Kansas City Chiefs. That's how special Hurts was in that Super Bowl going toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. I do appreciate this text from the 972 that says they need to see the Eagles be elite one more year before they believe it. Um, you know, football ends up being a year Do you want to pro- see that? <laughs> Not that they want to, but, like, the belief portion of this. But, like, I understand football ends up being, like, a year-by-year proposition. And, you know, we've seen teams show and dissipate. I was just fascinated by the by the tangible growth that yes. Jalen Hurts showed. Like, that was what made me go, oh, okay, I believe in this, and the ways in which they were very deliberate in continuing to have that talent. Because that's one of the read things that kind of undercuts at times is teams do not have the ability to continue that talent. They've added talent to what they had from this previous season, and that's the thing that I find to be fascinating. I'm surprised Hurt, what, Hurts wasn't the other uh, cover boy for Madden 24. Uh, that distinction, of course, went to Josh Allen. I honestly, have, I'm out of the business of remembering who's on the cover of Madden. Um, but Josh Allen graces the cover this year. Number four, the Miami Dolphins. That's interesting because I was thinking them or San Francisco. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Waddle, and Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead's so damn good. Yes. <laughs> He's so good. 
Uh, average core age for them, 27.6 when it comes to their core. Five. Although you got to remember, the wide receiver said he's not playing that much longer. Yeah, he's only got, what, a couple years left? That's what he said. That's what he said. Let him tell it. He's not walking away from that $30 million a year. You'll see. We'll see, I guess. We mentioned the Buffalo Bills coming at number five, which means at number six. Dallas Cowboys here. America's team. Interesting. The Dallas Cowboys, the write-up from Walder in his core five for the Cowboys, which includes Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, Zach Martin, and one Trayvon Diggs. The Cowboys core is a clear display of why they are a true, perhaps even underrated Super Bowl contender. Prescott isn't a Mahomes or Allen level, but he's supported by a defensive player of the year candidate in Parsons, a star number one wideout in CeeDee Lamb, and a future Hall of Fame offensive lineman in Zach Martin. And no player has more interceptions over the past two seasons than Trayvon Diggs at 14. I'll amend that. Did you, did you write that yourself? No, I did not. That's, that's KG, one of KG's favorite stats. I'll amend that. He has no. He has more interceptions than anyone since coming into the league in 2020 does one Trayvon Diggs. Average core age of this group, 26.8. Are you okay with the Cowboys coming in there at number six? Yes, I think that there's there's questions about Dak Prescott that like the nation has because this is Cowboy America's team and everybody watches the Cowboys. Um, I think that me and you do not have those same or the same level of concerns that people have. Um, but I understand why they exist. There was a lot of interceptions this past season. It was a lot. Fifteen of them. Um, however, I I like that as a position for them, understanding what they are, and also understanding that. This the benefit of this team, the power of this team is not simply a small group of players that's carrying the team. It's that they're pretty well built, well well constructed all the way around. Like they have a decent amount of depth in most places and they they do they're trying to not have glaring weaknesses. That's right. I think that that is in in football you can't really have both at the same time. Like the wildly strong core while also not having glaring weaknesses. That's not how salary cap sports, especially hard salary cap sports, work. And so the idea that they are sixth when we're just looking at the core, and then you look out at the wider roster and you go, oh, yeah, no, there's not a lot of wildly big uh, glaring holes. I think it is a testament to as much as, you know, everyone around these parts are frustrated with the front office of these Cowboys. It's a testament to the way that they've built the roster over the last few seasons. I like to call this portion of this segment, shout out to Will McClay. Because the ability to draft your core, and more importantly now... Yeah, that's true. All them cats drafted. All these guys are drafted, and now all of them, especially, or not all of them, but Micah Parsons, CeeDee Land, Trayvon Diggs, all of them about to get paid. Micah Parsons is eligible for a contract extension after the end of this upcoming season. CeeDee Land, Trayvon Diggs, ready for new contracts right now. And, of course, Dak could get one at any point, especially when you're starting to look at having to lower his cap hit after this upcoming season. But this is what good teams do. They're able to draft well, grow their homegrown talent, and now they're in a position where they are the reasons why this Cowboys team is looking to be successful in 2023 and beyond, and they are going to earn their money once again. Yeah, but this, this is a nice thing to have, but this don't mean nothing for the Cowboys. Like it's it kind of stinks for them because like it's all staked upon playoff success at this point. Yeah, because that's, that's all that matters now. Uh, this team has won twenty four games over the past two seasons. What do they do in the playoffs is all that matters. Rounding out the top ten, the Los Angeles Chargers. 
They've got a terrific core five. Herbert, Joey Bosa, Rashawn Slater, Keenan Allen, and Derwin James Jr., arguably the best safety in the game. Eight is where your Aaron Rodgers led New York Jets come in with Rodgers, Sauce Gardner, Quentin Williams, who's going to be getting a monster deal. He's good at football. He's really good. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Vera Tucker on the offensive line. Number nine, the Baltimore Ravens, or as you like to say. Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey, Roquan Smith, and Ronnie Stanley, who's a monster on the offensive line. And then rounding out the top ten, the San Francisco 49ers. And this feels like they just don't have – they don't have strength at the position that matters the most is why they're in this place. Which is funny because they're the only team in the top 10 that did not have their quarterback as part of their five of their core. Buddy, I'm looking at the whole damn thing. They are one of three teams who does not have a quarterback in their top five. Three. San Francisco has Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, uh, George Kittle, and Fred Warner there. So there you go. Okay. Those are your top cores in the National Football League. Your Cowboys coming in at number six. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll talk a little Mavs basketball, a little NBA Finals as well. Nick Engstadt of Locked On Mavs join us next I want to fight through the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What you laughing for? I know you hate this song. Because you're back and we're playing Lose Yourself. It stinks. I didn't plan it either. It just happened. I know, right? That's why he was laughing. As soon as you started laughing, I was like, I know exactly why he's laughing. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, the returning Reginald Atatula. That's right. Larry D. Flores on the down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-811-1053. Let's not belabor the time any further. Joining us here on 105 through the fan via Zoom with his upside down Dallas Mavericks hat. <laughs> Shout out to True Brand. Uh, he is the host on Locked On Mavs with his boy Isaac Harris. And, of course, uh, I'm going to call you the czar of the Locked On NBA Network. Czar, that, felt, that feels a little strong. It works. Well, him and I'll Howard Beck be out here, you know, just doing shows every other day, it feels like, you know, during the NBA Finals. Do you get to do the What Up Beck, or is that exclusively Zach Lowe's thing? <laughs> I get to do the What Up Beck. Oh, okay. One of his emails is What Up Beck, so I, I think that he takes it all over the place with him. It, it follows with him, because the first person to do What Up Beck was Kobe. So like, That's if, true. <laughs> 
If it isn't just for Kobe, then it's for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Angstad joining us here on the Get Right. Of course, you can find him on Twitter at Nick Van Exit, one of my favorite handles on Twitter. Um, let's before we get to the Mavericks real quick. What have you thought about the NBA Finals so far? Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray putting on all the shows so far in the NBA Finals. First of all, I think you played lose yourself because I was coming on. Don't let his whiteness take away from his quickness. Come on. <laughs> I completely forgot. About I forgot the we were board. getting drops. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Uh, the finals, man, have been awesome. It's been great to see Jokic on this stage to finally have people like Stephen A. Smith get to watch him for the first time, like get to see him and see actually <laughs> Yo, see him play. Stephen A. And got that, on national television today and was like, he's not a good post player. You don't have like, a post up game. Is he not? J.J. Redick was like, hey, Stephen A., did have, you know? I have seen him stuff many a player into a basket. Bro, he was like, did you know over the last 10 years, the most efficient play <laughs> in basketball is a Nikola Jokic post-up? Oh, it's well. not a Steph Curry pull-up three. Right. It's not a layup from whoever. It's not a Giannis dunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nikola Jokic post-up, and Stephen A. was like, well, Goodness. Like, yeah, correct. so it's been, it's been great to see that happen. Uh, this Heat team, as much as – in the every fiber of our being like as Mavs people that cover the Mavs and love the Mavs like you want to hate them it's kind of hard to hate Jimmy Butler it's kind of hard to hate Bam and Spo and like what they've been doing seems like at least it's at least it's a new generation of heat right there Haslam I guess is the Haslam and Spo have been the connective tissue between the heat teams that we love to hate and the heat teams of today but just watching that team like it is just fun to see them play and to see them be an eighth seed making it to the NBA finals but uh, I'm loving it. I, I I picked Denver in five. The Heat, their three point shooting. Yep, their three point shooting can get them to heck a series win because if they shoot 45 to 50 percent from three, they can win. They did it in game two, but I just think Denver's got too many answers and their offense is just going to be too good, and the Heat won't be able to keep up. I mean, and Tyler Hero's not making his way back, so I, I don't know that they have enough playmakers actually to do this against what is a Imagine, Denver. Go Imagine ahead. Tyler Hero trying to guard Jokic in this, though. I Hell mean, no. That's one of their problems. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the tough part. Is like Because he was one of your two dudes that could actually play make, but he was also a dude that would make it so that you actually have a guy that can't play defense on the court compared to right. what they have now. Although they are playing Duncan Robinson, so maybe I should pull that. But uh, for the <laughs> most part, like they, they have a dude that can cover and play defense at any given point, which has been their strength. Except what are you doing against the monsters of the Denver Nuggets at this point? Well, and it's kind of, I mean, you say monsters, but it's kind of just like Jokic. Like he's just insane. And Jamal Murray stepped up. He had a 30-point triple-double, only done 13 times in NBA history. One of them, Jamal Murray now. One of them, Jokic, and only 11 other times other than that. So and they had the Jamal nerve to Murray's do it in the same awesome. game. <laughs> but, but, but Jokic has just been, I mean, he's just so good. He controls every single aspect of the game. I talked about it on Lockdown NBA the other night. Uh, he just controls the game. It's he's under control. It's what Luca can do for the Mavericks. You just control every aspect of the game, and Luca can can do that. <sighs> we have not seen it. In yeah, a, that, <laughs> in let, a let, let me go ahead and turn this into a question. Like, what ha, what about Jokic's game? Do you see that gives you, or like, what what in Jokic's game do you see as put, uh, opportunities for growth for Luca? Well, you see the similarities between the two is that at any point when they have the ball, they have all the options. Like it's every option. Like you have all that, maybe not the jump over a dude and like jam on him, but not a lot of guys are doing that in the NBA anymore. There's not guys just jumping off of a trampoline and just yamming on guys. Cause they're just all too athletic game moves too fast and all that. You just can't get away with that anymore. But with Jokic and Luca, they both have when the ball's in their hands, you saw Luca post up a bunch 
last year and the year before and in his career. And he's got every option out of that. He can make every single pass on the court. There's not many players that can do that. It's like him, Jokic, LeBron James. Like there's just not many that can make every pass. They can, they've got the size and they've got really good touch around the rim. Luca has struggled with that the last couple of years uh, with, you know, finishing around the rim. I think some of it could be conditioning, uh, but Jokic got in really good shape in like his year. What is it? He's, he's 27, 28 right now. Like his year 25, 26, when he turned 25, 26, he really got in good shape, came back. There was all that talk at, at, you know, training camp. Oh, skinny Jokic. Remember skinny Jokic? Like yeah. He's back with his, <laughs> he's back from Serbia with his horses and you know, everybody's all excited. And he won the MVP, right? Like we're, we're literally all just waiting for Luca to, to do that. And we're hoping that he's, you know, working with the personal chef and the personal trainer and like all that kind of stuff, just to, to get to where he needs to be. The other thing with Jokic though, is he, he gets other people involved. There's not as much of pounding the rock and like looking for his own shot. Like Jokic barely ever looks for his own shot. Luca does first and foremost. And that's the big difference between the two. And you can try and ask Luca to try and be more like Jokic in that way. But at a certain point, then you're asking somebody to be something that they're not in a way. And even though Luca can do all the things that Jokic is to a degree. And so it's just about coaching and how you want to coach Luca to become a better, better version of himself. And I don't know that we saw Jason Kidd do that last year. Nick Angstead of Locked On Mavs joining us here on the Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Nick, we are just two weeks away from the NBA draft. What are you doing with the number 10 pick for the Mavericks? I think they I think they're going to trade it. I think they're going to look around and well, try. Can, can and, I stop you real quick? Because a, a listener let us know. I don't know if you knew this. They can't technically trade the pick. They can trade the player. Once that player is selected, I just wanted to let you know because we were we were let <laughs> thank, know. Thank you, thank you, salary cap guru mm-hmm. Reggie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they they have to wait till the draft, but they can trade it the same way that they acquired Luka Doncic, but they technically drafted Trey Young. Like it would have to be a trade, like it would have to be a deal like that, where it's the stupid thing where the player comes and puts the Mavs hat on, but the player ends up going to. I don't know the Pacers for Miles Turner or something like that. Well, they got to like make that. some. Like they have to make some kind of move like that to where you have to get with this asset. This is their best asset they're going to have this offseason, especially. But maybe their best asset besides Luca in a little bit here. <laughs> maybe Jaden Hardy becomes one. Maybe Josh Green becomes one. But this could be their best asset in a little while to get a bona fide somebody that can play thirty to forty minutes in a playoff game like part of the rotation. If you go through this rotation, this roster and say, who do I feel real comfortable with playing 30 to 40 minutes in a playoff game? It's Luca. If Kyrie comes back, it's Kyrie. And then after that, it's like, do I feel good about Reggie Bullock anymore? Maybe Maxi Kleba, probably not. Like you just run it. Josh Green, maybe he can get there with one more leap this off season, but you're running out of, you're like, you're running out of names there. Tim Hardaway. I don't know. You're running out of names at that point. And so you got to get somebody like that. You got to get, your own version of Aaron Gordon. The Nuggets traded a first-round pick for him. You got to go get like a Malcolm Brogdon. The Celtics traded a first-round pick for him. A Derek White. The Celtics traded a first-round pick for him. Like you got to go do that kind of a move, and then hopefully get off of a Davis Bertans contract, a Tim Hardaway contract, because this new salary cap and CBA is coming in fast and furious, and uh, it's going to be really tough. And there's going to be a lot of teams trying to make some moves to uh, to duck it. Uh, okay, so is there a particular? hypothetical trade that caught your attention because I know that Tim Cato was talking about the idea of being able to get off of Bertans uh, sending him to Brooklyn with the 10 pick uh, on his lapel and receiving back the 21 in addition to Royce O'Neal and maybe I'm just like I'm in the point where I'm not assuming that they're going to get a lot back after you know dumping Bertans but is there a particular pick or a particular trade that has caught your attention? 
Yeah, the one that we've talked about. So on the Lockdown Podcast Network on Lockdown NBA, we do a collective mock draft where all of the hosts of all the teams, because we have a host for every single team. We have mm-hmm. a show for every single team, five days a week. We do the Mavericks one. Uh, you can get it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Mm. And we had a trade set up with the the Cavs to send Tim Hardaway in the 10th pick for Jared Allen, because the Cavs are looking at the situation now mm. where they don't have enough shooting. And they also have Evan Mobley, who's ready or should be ready soon to step into that five role. And they're not going to hit their peak unless he steps into that role the way Anthony Davis did for the Lakers and, you know, Bam Adebayo did for the Heat. Like, they have to have him step into that role. And so maybe they push it forward and say, all right, let's do this. We can't have two non-shooters on the floor. It, it just didn't work against the Knicks. They lost in the first round, and that was, that was a pretty big disappointment. And so we had that deal on the table. If, if Grady Dick was still on the, on the table at 10, and he wasn't because the, somebody took Grady Dick before 10, uh, and so they decided not to do, do the deal with us which I thought was was funny. But I, I think that in, in real life, I think that deal could happen. Instant fan favorite, Grady Dick. Um, before we move <laughs> it along, I did you have another Mavs question, KG? No, let's get to the wings. Because, yes, I, I know that you're a fan of the Dallas Wings like I am, and can we just talk about how good Satu Sabali has been in Say this it. current iteration? Like, what have you seen in her, her game and advancements in her game that's got her – going crazy like this and getting double doubles well first of all she's on the floor that's that's a that's one thing because right. it feels like ever since she's been drafted ever since we saw her like a drafted number two and then talked to dirk on draft night and i was that so great dallas sports synergistic moment ever since then i've been waiting for her to have some kind of breakout year and she just gets injured ever it feels like she just gets hurt and it's just this weird freak injury and it's not even it's not even like a Porzingis thing where you're like, oh, she just injury prone all the time. She just has had injuries. And so like she only played, what, uh, 11 games last year, 17 games the year before that, 16 games a year before that in a, in a 34, now 40 game season. And I, I, she just hasn't had enough time on the court in the WNBA to really put it all together. But this year, I, she just looks so under, she's the best player on the wings. Mm-hmm. Like, like with credit to Arike, what Arike Ogumbawale has done, Satu Sabli has been the best player. She was guarding Diana Taurasi at times in that game last night against the Sun. Like she was, or against the uh, the Mercury. I always do Phoenix Suns. And I there was, you go. I was switching uh-huh. up because of uh-huh. the orange. Uh, she was. She was. She steps up in those moments. She's been scoring from the perimeter. She's been hitting threes, which she hasn't in her career yet. She's been rebounded. She rebounded the heck out of the ball the other night. Uh, she's just doing a great, and she's a playmaker. Like she, she can make plays. She can make plays off the dribble. She can make plays off out of a post up. She just has it all. Like they nicknamed her the unicorn. I don't know if she's a unicorn in the W because there's there's a couple players that can play like her, but there's not many that can get to that level and can can do more and add more with the level of athleticism she has, the 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 touch that she has, and the skill that she has. She had a 24 and 10 in the win the other day for the Wings. Now what four and three on the season? Uh, yeah, for the Dallas. I've Wings. been fascinated by like she's been aggressive. She's like taken the challenge of guarding the best perimeter player on the other end. Like it's just been incredible that she's accepted more responsibility and gotten better. Um, Outside of that, obviously this is first year with coach Trammell. Like what has been, what has caught your eye about the way that this team has played in the seven games under coach Trammell? I wish I could still play my Jalen Brunson. The vibes are immaculate drop, but I I (laughs) wiped it from the soundboard and it's no longer. Oh, so as soon as as he didn't sign back, you just got rid of him, huh? Done. No, that's no longer part of the identity. Uh, but, but with, with, with LT now, the vibes are immaculate with the wings. You see, a, there's a palpable difference. Like 
my seats are right behind the bench and you can just see like wow. last year there was, wow. there was like a div- there was a divide between the two su- sects of the team there was like the alicia gray side where you're like just fed up with your role and being here and done huh. with this and tired of Enrique and like all that all the the shooting and all that and then there was the other side like just happy to be here that seems like those those are the two factions that were warring last year and now there's now it's all cohesive now it's it's all you know players that like to be together. You had Natasha Howard, who's been a champion, been a defensive player of the year, like been an all-star that come, came in and said, man, I haven't felt like home in a long time in, in my career. And I feel like home here. And I was like, about the Dallas wings, like, man, that, that's, that's, that's a lot coming from a veteran like that, that comes in and knows how a winning team should operate and how, how they should play. And so I, I'd love to see that they're playing defense. Like Arike Gumbawale is playing defense at a, at a really good <laughs> level, which I've been surprised by. And I'm really happy to see like, they, she's really got them buying in. She's got them playing at a, at a high level. They just are the, the injuries, man. Like they lost honestly, all three of their games that they lost this year, they lost because they're, they're down two starters and they're just, they just run out of gas towards the end of these games. Oh man, we've run out of time. I'll, I guess I don't have time to ask you that if Chris Paul may, you know, reaches the buyout all market. Right. All right. How much would you willing to be willing all to sign him for? Right. That's all right. Next time. I mean, he do, they don't have they have like the taxpayer mid level, which is gonna be like five million, or the the vet minimum, which is like three million. So that's really the only thing they could offer him. So and LeBron's not here. So you know. Oh wow, you're you're doing the he's definitely going to LA <laughs> thing. All right, fantastic. Come on, man. You can find him on Twitter at Nick Van Exit. He is the co-host on Locked On Mavs with this man, Isaac Harris. Nick Angstad, good enough to join us here on the Get Right. Nick, as always, man, good to see you. Appreciate the time, my man. Thank you. Who'd you say was coming to Dallas? LeBron James. Bye, Nick. Bye. There he goes. Nick (laughs) Angstad, good enough to join us here on the Get Right. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we're going to go inside the gray area. Pelicans, porn stars, and podcasts. Next on the Get Right. Huh? About to go inside the gray area here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Larry D. Flores holding down for you. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app coming up at the top of the hour. Get you caught up on the latest headlines on this Thursday night, including the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights as the Stanley the team, team of destiny been slowing down, huh? Yeah. Running into a buzzsaw right now that is the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. We'll let you know what's happening in the Stanley Cup final uh, at the top of the hour here. On the get right at Kevin Gray Sports at Reds at a tool if you want to get at us on Twitter. Uh, Larry, let's go inside the gray area here on the get right. Uh, as we do, we start with what swept the NBA over the last. What, 24 uh, hours? We're getting into the TMZ bag, aren't we? I mean... We're about to talk about what Zion's been doing off the court? Well, Larry has the audio. Oh, not the audio. Would you let... You want to hear how Stephen A... Stephen... Oh, this is even worse. Well, you know, he is our teammate here at Odyssey. Uh, oh, that's right. This podcast is on Odyssey. That's right. That's right. The Stephen A. Show, Stephen a. Smith Show, of course, is a uh, an Odyssey podcast. I'm sure the people are going to love hearing this. Where you can get to your podcast anywhere for free. Because if there's anything that we know... 
People in this Metroplex love Stephen A. Smith. The goal and the audacity for me to play this clip right now about Stephen A. Smith talking about Zion Williamson and his extracurricular activities. Take a listen. The name Zion Williamson came up because apparently he's about to be a daddy. He's about to be a dad. And uh, uh, the person who's about to make him a new father is not the person that was on social media talking about him. A girl by the name of Mariah Mills calling him out by name, giving vivid details of their encounters with one another. She's a porn star. Where am I going? (laughs) Man, you only played 29 games last year. And you missed the season before that. What the hell is taking you so long to get healthy? Well, now I know. You're young, you're not married, you can do what you want to do. It's a damn shame she putting your stuff out like that. Need to cancel her. But there's a bigger issue here. I mean, she's a porn star. Well, one would surmise she's kind of an expert at whatever it is she does. You know, I've been waiting for the leg injury to cure to, to heal, Zion. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a while. She's been waiting for a while. I mean, damn, bro. No wonder you ain't healthy. I'm talking about your legs. We need those legs spry. We need you bench pressing with your big self. We need you bench pressing about 400 pounds. We need you running up and down that court. He's a man child. But you can't get healthy. Your lower extremities were compromised. There's like four clips in there that I need. For personal use. <laughs> we need your legs spry. Spry. <laughs> By the way, uh, as of 7.59 p.m., uh-huh. the the uh, things are still happening. Miss Mariah Mills. Oh, she's still some, going? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I didn't know she was still going. Still. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Yeah, and... Uh, how do we talk about... This is the thing. This is why I don't understand why Stephen A. did that. If you ultimately wanted to come around to the sports point, uh huh, I don't know how you talk about any of this. Any of it. Um, honestly, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to talk about this right now. Uh, because all of the funny things that I want to say, I'd rather not on these <laughs> airways. I'd rather not. Okay, but let, okay, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's okay, the thing. let's see how KG tries to navigate these waters. Okay, the 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 lesson here, boys and girls. Oh, there's a lesson. Um, you got to keep your stuff tight. Because, okay, number one, all right, he he got out there, you know, cool, got the, you know, the baby announcement, going to be a father, cool, no harm, no foul. But, dog, what you cannot do, you got to clean up all your loose ends before you get out here and make this public. Because to see whomever this person is putting all your bona fides for all of us to see the way that you get down, and then here's been the funniest part about all of it. Okay, everyone in their detective, you know, hats and whatnot, connecting the pieces about different videos that went viral throughout the course of the last year. Like there's a video, for example, a uh, bi. Yes, Brandon Ingram. Yes, go ahead. No, explain it because not everybody is going to understand what I. Well, wait. Now there's two of them that I'm. Go no, please, please go well, ahead. Well, it's your segment. Well, there's an interview where it's Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, and Zion Williamson sitting down together, and someone asks them what's their favorite cities to like visit, and Zion names, you know, Toronto. Uh huh. I think Boston was one of the other ones, and then the last one was Dallas. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves coming to Dallas. And then there was another video circulating where you see these looks like three Instagram, you know, possibly models or whomever. Sitting, sitting close to the court. Yeah, and they're all just getting the IG live on the entire time. And somebody captured the tweet was like, now all of this makes sense. Here's the thing for me. <laughs> right. We all we all act like we ain't been here before. Oh, 903 is clearly familiar with Mariah uh, Mills' work. Shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you and shout out to her. Uh-huh. Um, the thing about this is we're not going to pretend like this is brand new in the National Basketball Of course not. Of course not. Oh, wow. She went in. Okay, Mariah. Right. <laughs> you just oh, saw the uh, Yeah, I just Anyways, saw. Yo. That one will remain off air. Yes, it um, will. Yes, it will. This is really unfair because there's people listening like, I want to know. I want to know. I would like to tell you. Well, not just really go the to, smartest uh, thing to do. at Mariah M-O-R-I-H-M-I-L-L-S-S-S. And you can see her tweet of as an hour ago of what she feels like. And you can go, you can run the tape back even further if you'd like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty. There's plenty. The, the, y'all forget PG, PG-13, Paul George, knocked up a stripper while he was engaged to Doc Rivers' daughter. That's right. This is this is some of the stuff that happens in the league, right? Like, but good for him, though. He married her, though. He did marry her. He did the he did the right thing. He did, he did the, right the honorable thing. thing. He did the honorable thing. He, he married her. Uh, and look, there's a lot of dudes with why with and without really serious relationships out here just in these streets. And so with the Zion thing, on one end, I'm like, hey, this is kind of par for the course. And I'm not saying like in a good or a bad way. This is just kind of what's relatively normal. Now the thing about it is like, there's a lot of these that we don't find out about, and maybe that's the downside of this. So like, hey, brother. Where's your OG? Like, maybe this is where we go to, like, uh, the teams like Oklahoma City for a long time that was just, like, had a whole bunch of young cats with no uh, with no older folks. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, this is the benefit of having an older player on the roster. You know what I mean? <laughs> to try and help mentor these guys. We're not talking about on the court. We're talking about how to live NBA life. That's right. I need somebody that could kind of tell him, hey, brother, this, hey, is, young blood. this is how you keep things clean. You know, you this is how you keep, thing, keep tight. things quiet. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, keep it wrapped up, maybe. In more than one way. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if that is one of the things that teams need to consider. Like, in, in, in a non-jokey way. Like, we do this thing, and it's easy for us on the outside to look at this as spreadsheets and look at this as just, like, you know, video games where it's just, like, these are talents that we put, you know, this talent next to this talent and this talent. Hey, man, this is a people business. This is a workplace all of these things come into play. Yeah, And so man. managing the full person and their lives and all of those things come into place. And, like, some of it's jokey jokes, some of it's surreal. Hey, man, where's your OG? Where is your vet? Um, and hopefully they he'll, he'll, he'll learn some things through this situation and encounter. But thankfully, luckily for him, his baby mama seemed to be standing behind him. Right? She's like, hey, please give me, please respect us. In this difficult time, while we deal with our, I'm like, hey, that's dope. Good for you. Uh, shout out to uh, Samsonite41 on Twitter, where they uh, say, like, oh, "Hey, God, this doesn't sound like it's going to a good hey, place." Hey, uh, uh, KG Reg, uh, there's another one. Um, another woman apparently has called out Zion Williamson after he flew her out, got her courtside seats, and more. She I did see that. One. She claims he did all of this knowing he had a baby on the way. That's right. Yeah, man. Life lesson, boys and girls. Uh, wrap it up. Get your affairs in order. Literally your affairs. Literally your affairs in order. Uh, and if you're going to be out here on social media, hey, man, clean up your loose ends. Clean up your loose ends. Or as Chris Carter would say, 
have you a fall guy? <laughs> I don't think anybody want to take this kind of fall because the way that Mariah has set your boy out here over the last 24 hours and clearly is continuing to let everybody know how she feels. Here's the part that got me. What was that? Like one of her last tweets before apparently she restarted was, hey, don't you be out here. Let me be pregnant. Or what? Or, or what, Mariah? Or what? Or what is child support? What you mean? See, and my wife and I, we were having this conversation. I know y'all was. Y'all messy. I need you to understand. Over there in fate, y'all messy. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> y'all messy. Don't do that. Because here, here's one of the working theories that my wife and I have. Yes. Is the idea. Here's why she may be, like, upset, upset. Okay. Like, clearly, it sounds like she- Oh, she may- didn't get chose? Is that where we're going? There okay. it is. I just wanted to she, cut- She wasn't the one. Okay, fantastic. She didn't, she didn't get to, you know- So when y'all be out here talking about, what did he Woo! do with his money? Well, how is your life so hard? Oh, there's there's different waters to navigate uh, when you get to these pro- Now, of course, not every pro athlete is in that way. Like, some folks are just operating in a very simple way. <laughs> yeah, City Boy is down by 1,000 okay, right now. Okay, fantastic. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, for the 214, that's South Carolina water. Because now here's the other part that people... Don't, are- don't do that. Don't do... That was a joke I was intentionally steering away from. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, we're not going to bring it here? We're not going to bring it here? You can do what you want. I'm personally not inclined to do that. Because I... Did you... Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got to let you do that to get to the second point. Uh-huh. All right. So you was going to say the South Carolina water. Uh-huh. Because John Morant be out here while... Woo! However... Woo! The only reason why why I allow that joke to go by is because did you see the cockamamie response that they had to why he was in that video? Bruh, they said it was a toy gun. That's right. Who who is John Moran's people? Look, who, it's, who are his people? That's one of those. It's so crazy, it just might work. Because what are you gonna say? Actually, it was a he toy really gun. He really gonna in the video. play us for stupid? Come Pro- on, man. Proved to me it was a real gun. <laughs> go and look at the Instagram live and prove to me it was a real gun. <laughs> Uh, Adam Silver, you, you hear Adam Silver? He got jokes out here. You I'm sure Adam Silver is out here like, oh, he might he might get the hammer just because, like, hey, man, you out here playing me for stupid. Oh, man. Well, the way he's been on his world tour as of late, apparently trying to not talk about this, but actually talking about it. Is kind well, of, the tough thing about it for Adam funny. Silver is, hey, man, I'm getting in front of the media. You got to answer the question. Right. <laughs> from the 972. Not the 2018 draft class is going crazy. Wow. Or 2019, whomever it is. 2019. Yeah, man. Whew. Hey, being an NBA player is hard, guys. Pelicans, porn stars, and podcasts. Oh, my. <laughs> what was the podcast portion of that? Was Stephen she- A. Smith. Oh, that's right. That's Come right. That's on, right. man. My dad, we're I bringing it all the way full circle. Come on now. Got to keep your legs spry. <laughs> spry. Headlines next on the Get Right. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.